0: Have you ever thought to yourself, man, I'd like to host my own podcast? Well, guess what? You can go to podbean.com voices and get everything you need to create, manage, and promote your podcast. I use Podbean every week for voices in my head. There's easy uploading and publishing tools, stunning templates, custom domains, social and promotional tools, an embeddable podcast player, monetization tools, and more. It is your all-in-one podcasting solution. With Podbean, you can create professional podcasts in minutes without any programming knowledge. Best of all, everything is mobile-ready right from the start. So go to podbean.com slash voices. And when you sign up, use the code voices and you'll get a sizable discount. Podbean for your home podcasting. Thank you for listening to Voices in My Head. Welcome to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of me, Rick Lee James. I'm a recording artist, a singer, songwriter, an author, a worship leader, and an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene. The Voices in My Head podcast is your source for discussions on music, literature, movies, pop culture, theology, and more. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the latest episode of the Voices in My Head podcast. And don't forget to let the voices in your head be heard by following me on Twitter at Rick Lee James and sharing your thoughts about today's show. Welcome back to the Voices in My Head podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rick Lee James. I'm glad to be here with you today. I'm a little tired, and I'm going to tell you why in just a moment. I have a few things to share today. This is at the time of recording. I am in the last 10 days of my crowdfunding campaign, and all of you say, Yay, the guy can, can shut up about this and stop talking about his new album that he's trying to make. Uh, but I'm going to share a little bit about that in the beginning. And then I want to share something uh, on Facebook. Fake news, all right? And then I want to share something that I got from Brian Zahn. And so, Brian Zahn fans, you're going to want to listen up to this. Uh, It's going to be probably a short podcast today, but let me tell you down the road, uh, as early as I hope next week, I have this really interesting idea, at least it's an interesting idea to me. Um, I have two Muslim friends who are planning on coming on the show, and we are going to be having a conversation uh, among Christians and Muslims together, and talking about some um, some of the good, the bad, and the ugly, so many times that the Islamic religion gets a bad app, especially if you uh, watch a lot of the stuff in the media, there's a lot of things that they are and a lot of stuff that they are not telling you. Um, so many times they are pigeonholed as, as we tend to do with people so often and especially when cable news gets involved, which is one reason I wanted to talk a little bit about fake news today, which will hopefully be something helpful to many of us because I wanted to talk and do something that I think would be appropriate for Christians, that we would find a few ways to help us spot fake news and not spread things around. Because if anything, as Christians, we want to be people who tell the truth. This isn't necessarily like an episode about news itself, I guess. It's just as much about being people of the truth and people who speak the truth. And that's part of what um, our episode uh, with these two two Muslim friends will be. These are people who go around and speaking. They're actually a mother and daughter, and uh, they just recently won an award here in Springfield, partly for their activism, and I'm so grateful that they've agreed to come on the show and have this conversation. And if you have any questions that you would like to ask them about the Muslim faith or anything that you've ever wondered about, maybe misconceptions, things like that, feel free to send me an email with your questions, rick at rickleyjames.com. That's the best way to reach me by email. Um, And as I was talking to them, they said, you know, please feel free and and don't uh, have anybody hold back. We want the most brutal questions, you know, that people have to ask, don't be afraid to ask. I mean, not that we want to be brutal. I don't want to imply that at all. Um, But they really sincerely want to answer questions in the most truthful and honest way that they can. And they don't want to shy away from things that some people may feel are controversial about the Muslim faith. So if you have any questions about that for them, and it looks like it's probably going to be next week sometime, maybe the next episode when we record that, um, make sure and send me your questions to Rick at rickleyjames.com. And hopefully that makes sense to everybody. And uh, we're going to have a very special episode. Well, please forgive me. And uh, I I I want to say that to everybody that follows me on social media too, please forgive me. We are at the end of this crowdfunding campaign. It's 10 days away. And uh, guys and gals and any pets that may listen anybody out there, I've got to tell you, I really need your help. Um, it, we still need to raise almost eight, well, a little over 80% of this goal. So many of you have been so great to give. We have 34 backers so far, but according to my math, um, I've been doing some mathing and I'm not the greatest mather in the world as, uh, as I always talk about and kid with my wife, cause I'm really not great at math. Um, but I've been doing some mathing, some calculating and I have a lot of Facebook friends, Um, I have nearly 3,000 likes on my artist page and people that interact with me there. Uh, We have nearly 40,000 downloads of the Voices in My Head podcast. I'm led to believe from Spotify and from iTunes and from album sales that we have a lot of people who enjoy my music, uh, especially the music that I've done with Lifeway Worship over the past couple years and so it leads me to believe uh and even from comments that i get from people that they want more music from me and i really want to make this new album uh but the fact is i just don't have the money and we need uh a lot more help in the next 10 days if we're going to make this we can do it i'm totally believe we can do it Uh, but uh, right now we're at one thousand nine hundred and eighty three dollars hopefully it'll be more by the time i publish this podcast but I really need your help. The mapping that I have done, so to speak, you know, if everybody who has liked my fan page, if everybody gave five bucks, we'd have more than enough and we could make vinyl. If all of my Facebook friends, not just people who like the page, but people who are uh, like real friends on my other Facebook page, my personal page, if everybody on that page gave like five bucks or less, uh, we would be able to make the album. If everybody who listens to the podcast would give 50 cents, um we would be able to make this album and i say that because like i really want your help on this i want you to be on this journey with me my preference would be go on the website at indiegogo.com go to indiegogo.com either look up thunder or look up rick lee james you'll be able to find it under both of those places it'll say thunder a new album by rick lee james We are offering a whole lot of perks, and in essence, what I'm asking you to do is pre-order the CD. And when you do that, you'll be able to get music immediately that I'll email to you. I have an app on my phone, and I'll be able to send it out right away. Um, so, the the album is going to be called Thunder, at least at this point that's what we think it is, because the Rich Mullins song that we put on the album is called Thunder. But it's also a lot more than that. There's a lot of original songs that I have written, and one reason that I wanted to you know, call this a Ragamuffin album, which I actually changed it from calling that, because I got the feeling that people thought I was being too presumptuous, like I was thinking I was going to be the next Rick, Rich Mullins or something, and my dear friend Dave Trout was, had a conversation with me recently, and I love him so much for talking to me about this. He said, it, it feels almost like you're treading on sacred ground that's sacred to so many people, and maybe it's turning some people off. And I agreed with him. I thought, man, I, I don't want anybody to get that impression. So I even changed uh, the campaign a little bit as much as I could in the last 10 days. Um, so, as so often happens, and uh, you know, there's more than enough of us out there to get this album made Uh, I don't want something for nothing I really do just want you to pre-order the album and that would be wonderful but we have giving perks on that site for $30 you can pre-order the full album on CD I'll autograph it I'll send it to you whenever it comes out by you giving at the $30 level I'll also send you um, the two songs that we've already recorded When the rest of the album is done, I'll send you all of those digital even before the CD comes to your house. And it'll be well before we release it anywhere else to like iTunes or Spotify or anywhere else in the world or any stores. We have a few stores um, that are interested in carrying the CD when it's done. But we'll let you have that first if you donate. And you'll also get your name on the website. We're going to have a designated special page for the album that everybody will go to. And there's a designated section for everybody who helped us make this album at that certain level. Uh, And so for $30, you get all that. And you get to be in the know with everything that's going on. I will keep you uh, in the know with all of it. You sort of get to be a part of the album. Um, Now, what so often happens is, we know this from working in churches, 10% of the people do 100% of the work. Whereas when everybody helps, it's so much easier. And it's so much easier getting through Um, I've had people already give like a chunk, like give $500 and then ask for no perk, which is amazing. I can't believe people give that way. That's incredible. Um, But I've had other people, you know, they give as much as they can and that comes out to like $5. We also have a $5 level Well, I'll still send you a song right away and there's still some perks that you get with it. Um, There's a level where I will send you a copy of my digital book. There's a level where I send you uh, the digital album of Hymns, Prayers, and Invitations. There's a level where I'll send you the digital album of Thunder by itself. You don't get the physical CD, but you still get the album. Um, So I'm really asking mostly for... Um, for just pre-orders, you know. We also are giving away gift cards for some of the perks to Beacon of Hope Bookstore, which is a store here in Springfield, Ohio, but they do take online orders. They have great coffee. They have great gifts there. They have great books, and you can order just about anything you want. Uh, We also have, uh, let me scroll down here so I can tell you, uh, a Rich Mullins podcast exclusive. I'm getting together some of Rich's old uh, people who used to work with him in the music business, friends of his, and we're doing an exclusive podcast at the National Worship Leader Conference in May when I'm there with Crowder and Matt Marr and a bunch of different people. Brothers McClurg, Ian Zumback, I know we're going to see all those people. Andrew Osinga, who was on the show very recently. Um, well, there's going to be a lot of people around there, and some of them knew Rich well. So our plan is to do an exclusive podcast you won't be able to hear on this show, but it'll be like an exclusive episode of Voices in My Head that only people who get donate at that level get the perk. Um, We have a record of hymns, prayers, and invitations, the greatest hits from that album. We literally have uh, one record available, so it's at kind of a high level, uh, but we can do things like that for you. Um, there's just a lot on the site. We're giving away a guitar. We have a perk where you can come to my house. We'll make pancakes together. One of the perks that's uh, that's been fun and has already been taken, we only have five of these available, but the perk is to write a song with me. We'll get together and actually make a song, and it might be a song that goes on this new album. So if that's something that interests you, I'd love to do a co-write with somebody. There's ways to advertise on the podcast, all kinds of things. So I'm, that's enough for now. Um, uh, there's a lot more if you go to that Indiegogo site. I'm really sorry for the long commercial, but I really do need your help. And uh, I'm grateful to UTR Media and Good Patron Podcast who are right now featuring um, this this album, uh, the crowdfunding project. And uh, so anyway, we need your help. If you haven't given yet and you are waiting to the last minute, let me tell you what happens if you don't give and if we don't get the money for the album um we probably don't make the album and and we don't get to put this music out there um we we do just need your help um the worst case scenario for me is and i know it probably doesn't matter to you um but to someone like me it 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 matters all instead of doing these pre-orders and getting these albums to you uh, and using that to pay for the album, um, I'll have to go to the bank and take out like a $10,000 loan if I'm going to do this album at all. And I really don't want to do that. Guys, I make $250 a week. Uh, I, I really don't want to do that. That's going to put a, a huge crimp on things. So. If you can give at all, I understand some of you can't, but if you can give, it would mean so much if you would just go on and pre order the album um that would be great. I would love to say everybody just give a dollar or fifty cents, and if all of you did that, it would work, but I know again. Probably 10% of you are the ones that are actually going to give. So if you can reach in and give a little more, I can't tell you how much it would mean to me. Um, it, it's such an honor to be able to make music for you and with you. And if we don't get it, you know, that's another indication. Um, maybe I don't need to do another album. Um, that's that's okay. I mean, if, if God has other plans, that's fine. We'll see where he's taking me. It'll... Uh, i'll just have to to see where god's leading i guess as far as that goes um i don't want to make an album that nobody wants so um and uh, if if that's the case then then we'll see wherever god wants me to go in life next but i'd really like to make this album from all the comments i get it seems like maybe you want me to make another one too uh but we'll see uh we'll tell by how well people give i guess on this project so with that said let's go on to the main topic of the day Wow, that took up like 15 minutes. I'm sorry it took so long. Um, oh, I do have one other piece of news. This is actually not related to what I just said about Indiegogo, but we do have something now. If you uh, maybe you're listening to the podcast and you're going like, I don't even listen to your music. I just like the podcast. Um, that also costs a lot of money to produce. So, so if you wanted to find a way to help give an easy way over a text message, we now have a way that you can give to the podcast specifically. If you send a text that says RLJ, that's my initials, uh, let that be the content of the text and send it to 555-888. Um, that enables you to donate just using a text message. It doesn't charge you until you give it permission and uh, and texting fees may apply, but 555 888, just text the initials RLJ, my initials, and um, it'll give you a a text message and say, we're ready for you to donate if you like, and you can give from as little as a dollar to as much as you want to, and that helps us keep the podcast going. All right, let's go into what I wanted to talk about today, which is fake news, okay? It's something that's been touted around by the president. It's something that's been talked about. We know for certain that there's been a lot of fake news. Uh, It actually drove the last election. And this is not so much a, um, this doesn't have anything really to do with anything to me other than just wanting to be people of the truth. I see people sharing things um, that are easily proven fake all the time. I see a lot of Christians sharing it. There's all kinds of things. I don't know how many times a week I get a message on Facebook that talks about Um, you know, some new movie coming out. And this thing, it's not like it's new. It's things that have been coming around since the 90s, like in chain mail, Uh, those chain email letters that people would get and they were fake back then. They're still fake. They've just like done new things online. Um, There are sites called Snopes, like snopes.com. And you can go, that's one of the quicker ways to tell if it's a fake news story. Um, and, And I just want us as Christians to be careful about what we share online. So I came up with a few things, um, just did some research, how to spot fake news, and I wanted to just say a few things about it today. Again, as Christians, hopefully as human beings, we want to be people who are truth tellers, and it's okay to share things, um, but it, I, we, we do want to make sure that the things we share as much as we can are true. Um, so this is uh, this is how uh, I, I wanted to explain it to you today. I actually found uh, a lot of different sites that talk about this. You can look up things like how to spot fake news. I actually found this to be pretty well put together. Um, I got it online, and, and there's actually a pretty nice um, uh, page that has a... A picture you can find with how to spot fake news. Um, I'll see if I can find it and maybe put it on the podcast page too. Uh, but these are some of the notes I have taken from that just for our audience here. First of all, consider the source, click away from the story to investigate the site, its mission and its contact info. If you click away from the story to investigate it a little bit, you're going to probably find out real quick whether or not it's true. Um, Read beyond. Headlines can be outrageous in an effort to get clicks. And you want to find out uh, what the whole story is in order to do that. Um, so make sure that you, you read beyond the headline. There's so much news um, that that I think we only read the headlines. Um, sorry, my someone just texted me. Um, Sorry, I just replied. We're done. Sorry about that. That was not fake news. That was real. I needed to reply. Sorry, everybody. Back to it. Um, Read beyond the headlines, because sometimes I think the headlines are the only things that many of us read, and we need to do better about what we're reading. Many things you'll be able to tell real fast. If there's a lot of typos, a lot of bad grammar, you'll see that that's, I mean, that should be a sign in some ways, you know, reputable places actually have editors, and they check things like that. Then um, check the author. Do a quick search of who the author is. Um, Are they credible? Are they real? Sometimes fake places don't even put the author's name on there. And that's a good sign that you're not reading a real news story. Um, And when you check the author and find out, well, if you think you're you're reading like a fair story that's balanced about something and you go to this site and they write for the Daily Stormer or one of those other racist sites, you might think, hmm, maybe I shouldn't share this guy or this girl's stuff. Um, And then ask yourself, are there supporting sources? Click on those links. Determine if the info given actually supports the story. Sometimes the headline will read one way, and then when you actually find out a little more about it, it's just a headline. That's all there is to it. Maybe the story isn't real at all. And then check the date. Um, I, I talked about this a minute ago, but things are shared with me all the time that I know are fake that are just old. I don't know how many, like... Messages I get online from people, I don't even know if they've read them sometimes, but it's almost like the sky is falling, and the date can be can be traced way back so reposting old news stories doesn't mean they're relevant and current they're relevant to current events sometimes that's okay but, you know maybe if you want to be a little nostalgic, but if you're thinking that they're like real news, um that's another thing altogether then you might ask a question is it a joke okay there are um you know stories that are sometimes too outlandish they might actually be satire Um, there's a site called the babylon Bee, which is hilarious and it, it, it usually is like christian related stories about things but it almost looks real it's like the onion or some of those other satire sites sometimes people share the onion and they think it's a real news story There is such a thing as comedy and satire and actual fake news that's intended to be funny because it has a, you know, like a satirical or a spin that just is supposed to make you laugh because of how ridiculous real life is sometimes. Uh, And I've seen some people share things that they thought were real that are actually from joke sites. So make sure, you know, if it's too outlandish, it might be satire. Research the site and the author to be sure. And then check your biases. This is one thing I was talking to a journalist the other day and sort of asking him about, you know, which which news site's the best one? Which one's the most unbiased? And he said, it's impossible to have a news story that is not biased because all humans are biased one way or another. Um, you, you can't look at two cheeseburgers and, and think that you don't have a preference of one over the other. You know, some people like McDonald's, some people like Burger King. That doesn't mean that they are objectively, you know, one is the better one or, you know, better tasting with with both of those, you know, they're both really bad for you. Um, But at the same time, somebody's going to have one preference over another. So consider if your own beliefs could be affecting your judgment. It's okay. We all have those biases. We all look into those things. Um, But, you know, I literally watch um, how many TVs in the morning? When I work out at the gym, there's like 14 TVs hanging up at the place where I work out. I can see just about every cable news channel that's out there, and I can tell on every single channel what their bias is. I look at CNN, and I see they are incredibly leaning towards the the left. And, and I mean, these days, CNN is terrible. Fox News leans as far the other side to the right as you can possibly get without, you know, um, they, they, they're just... I wasn't going to finish that sentence, but they're really right-leaning. I can tell it whenever I watch the show. Um, they're, they're incredibly biased on that other side. There are places that are somewhere in between. There are places that, are, that hold those same biases. MSNBC has those same ones. So even with them, you want to check your own bias on things because a lot of us are, are so consumed with our cable news that we don't look anywhere else and there is a fair amount of false narrative that is being told that's partly one of the re- partly one of the reasons that i want to have uh, my friends on uh, from the islamic faith next week so we can talk about those false narratives that are being told there are false narratives being told about christianity in the world there are false narratives being told about every religion and there are stereotypes and things so check your own biases um they they are make no mistake about it news is driven on the cable news sites by advertising and advertising goes to a certain demographic and a certain market and trust me when i say this you can you can research it there's a great book called the culture of fear the news networks know who their audience is and they know who they are speaking to and they know what kind of shows and what kind of stories to run. They know how sensational they're going to be. And it's not just Fox. It's not just CNN. They're both really badly skewed, I promise you. But they are uh, places that you want to look for. doesn't mean every story on them is false, okay? But that just, that just, it just does mean that they are biased. And every news source is biased in some ways. So when you're watching it, make sure to check your own bias when you watch it. Um, not everybody's like this. Some people can watch it and be fine, walk away. Um, but there are some people that are so tied in to their news programs and so tied in to whatever their political leanings are that they have left that as a second or third priority, their Christian faith, on the outside. And it's to the point in some places that I think, my goodness, um, depending on who the news source was, if Jezebel was the ruler that we have in Scripture, and Jezebel was killing the followers of God. I feel like uh, whoever was you know on the news network that was supporting Jezebel, people who watched it would go. Well, you know what? We should just pray for the leader to have wisdom. That's not how faith works, people, <laughs> all right? I hear that all the time about people who are politicians, whether it be uh, people who are in Congress or the president, and I hear it all the time say, no, we just need to pray for them to have wisdom. No, we need to pray for them to be people of truth, and we need to hold them to the fire. Um, Charles Christian, a good friend and someone who's been on the show, editor of Holiness Today, author of the book on Christian ethics that we talked about, he said we should treat our political leanings and our political sides less like our favorite sports teams. You know, people get their favorite sports team and it doesn't matter if they're right or wrong or if they lose all the time, they're going to support them no matter what. That should not be the case with our politics, Christians. That should never, ever be the case. You are a Christian first and foremost. And we know things like those who follow Christ, love is patient, love is kind. Uh, Love does not envy. Love is not jealous. Love keeps no record of wrongs. We could go on and on with that passage. Insert your favorite candidate if they are not doing those things, if they are not actively seeking to be those things. And if they are actually working against those things, then guess what? As Christians, we have to be people who will speak against those things. It doesn't matter if it's red and yellow, black and white, skin color. It doesn't matter if they're Republican or Democrat. It doesn't matter what their leanings are. We need to be people who speak truth into the situation and not allow our biases to control it. It's the same way with our news networks. We need to be very careful. And I'm talking to myself, too. So just hear me out of love when I say that. And then lastly, uh, I I like this one a lot. Ask the experts. Ask somebody like a librarian. I worked in a library for a while, and one thing that working in a library does, they train you in ways to do good research. Um, So I trust librarians a lot. They're not my only source, but if I have a question, I can go in the library and get some good information from them. Um, You can consult a fact-checking site. There are certainly a lot of fact-checking sites around there but there are good ways to do research and there are important ways and excuse me um you know it's okay to wait a while before posting something you don't have to just read it and post it right away i actually read a book recently that was talking about it's called how to think and um it said you know it's best sometimes to wait almost always to wait about a day before you make a comment, especially if it's something that is like really fiery and something that really has you upset at the moment because you need time to think through those things and think, You know, am I publishing something right now that's true? Am I getting in an argument in in a way that's going to be constructive and helpful? Have I even given myself to think through both sides of these things? Have I thought through, is there any truth to this thing that's making me so upset? Is there um, anything that I need to be examining more closely? And I found that to be good advice, and I'm, I'm trying to follow that more all the time as much as I can. So I hope that was helpful to you today. I just thought it would be important. I've never addressed... Fake news on the show, but we do know that a lot of it's being sent around. Um, we were just told again this week that you know other countries have hacked into our social media and they're putting out a lot of stories that are not true. And I just think it's important that as Christians we try to look into those things. And it's it's not a political thing. I, I promise you, it's a thing that we want to be authentic people of faith and we want to be people who tell the truth and social media is a place, it's like the Wild West out there, you know, I asked for, uh, I've been asking for donations for this album thing, and people are not nice, they, sometimes, you know, they'll, they'll say things, instead of just either not commenting on it, some people do really wonderful things, and they've written me, and they've said, you know, I love what you're doing, I just can't afford it right now, and I always write them back, and I say, well, you can, you can pray, that's all I really want, Uh, If you can pray that God helps us with this album. Thank you so much for taking time to write me back. Because I've written upwards, you know, more than a thousand emails at this point asking for people's um, donations towards the album. Um, And then one guy just wrote back and he said, go F yourself. Like, (laughs) that was all he said in reply. And I was like, well, my, that was hurtful. Um, You know, the way that we react to things and the way that we... Um, present ourselves. You know, this person was supposedly a Christian that wrote back that way. I assume he was having a really bad day. But our response means everything. I have to confess to you, I haven't always responded in, in the way that I should, in love. And I'm I'm working on that and I'm hoping that the Holy Spirit is working on that in me and is doing some changing in my own life. I'm just as bad as everybody else and I only said that stuff about fake news today because I know that I need to have my feet held to the fire as well. Well, I also promised you something by Brian Zahn, and I'm going to share it with you, and then I'm going to get out of here for today on this episode. Brian Zahn shared something actually from his uh, Jesus Movement Day on his Twitter feed. Speaking of news feeds, and it was really good. And he said, don't take this as an old corny poster that we used to show in the Jesus days. He said, there's actually so much... Truth to this. And when I read it, I thought, wow, if he hadn't pointed it out, I wouldn't have stopped or even taken the time to read this. But it was really good. It looks like a wanted poster. You can look it up online. Uh, probably just look up an image, Wanted Jesus Christ. And it's just a really good image. It's a good thing for us to think about, a good think piece. And bear in mind, it was written during sort of the hippie movement, the Jesus movement back in the day when I really believe the Holy Spirit was doing something real among so many young people in the country and so many people who were hippies. Um, Some of it may be turned into something that wasn't so godly later on, but I believe in the beginning in its formation it really was a movement of the Lord and that God was doing something amazing through a lot of young people. And a lot of people went on to become very prominent ministers and people who are still affected and their lives were changed because of what happened in that time. So it looks like a wanted poster and it has Jesus Christ on it. And underneath Jesus Christ's name it says Alias, the Messiah, the Son of God, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Prince of Peace, etc. And then there are some bullet points underneath and it says Notorious leader of an underground liberation movement. Which, it's a pretty neat way to say that. He's wanted for the following charges. Practicing medicine, winemaking, and food distribution without license. Interfering with businessmen in the temple. Associating with known criminals, radicals, subversives, prostitutes, and street people. Claiming to have the authority to make people into God's children. Appearance. Typical hippie type. Long hair, beard, robe, sandals. Hangs around slum areas. Few rich friends. Often sneaks out into the desert. Beware. This man is extremely dangerous. His insidiously inflammatory message is particularly dangerous to young people who haven't been taught to ignore him yet. He changes men and claims to set them free, warning, he is still at large. My friends, that should give us so much hope. Jesus is still at large. Jesus is still setting people free He is still the liberator. He is still the one that has come to set the captives free. And as the people of God, we want to be a part of that. Lord Jesus, set us free in our lives. Help us to be the people that you've called us to be. Help us to be people who speak truth. Help us to be all that you have called the church to be. Well, one other thing, and then I'm out of here for today. Um, uh, If you're watching my social media feed on Facebook, I've been doing some Facebook Live videos with some different friends. We've had people who've been on this show in the past on. Uh, We recently had Ian Zum back. That was a really fun interview last Friday whenever he released his album. Uh, We also, just yesterday at the time of recording this, I had Andrew Greer on, the author of the book about Rich Mullins, Winds of Heaven, Stuff of Earth. On Thursday, I'm having a Facebook Live with Rich Mullins' first publisher, Randy Cox, someone who I dearly love and someone who I've written some songs with that are going on the new album. Uh, I've been talking with Andrew Osenga about doing a live Facebook. When he was on uh, the show with me just last week, I think it was, um, he was, you know, his... Uh, Album, It was just going like gangbusters on Kickstarter. And he got it funded way early. So we're going to kind of have a Facebook Live to celebrate with him. And to hopefully get some more help on mine at the same time. So be watching the Facebook Live feed. And uh, and by the way, did you know I got called by Mark Lowry the other night? That was a fun story I'll have to tell you sometime. If any of you want to hear about it, let me know and I'll tell you all about it. Um, But with that, I'm going to end the podcast. Remember to send those questions in. For the uh, podcast conversation that we 're going to have about myths about Islam with my two friends who are mu- who are um, Muslim activists and it's going to be a great show. So rick at rickleyjames.com is the best place to email. And uh, that's all I got for today, everybody. You take care. Thank you so much for listening to Voices in My Head. And, and if you can't do anything else to help out the album campaign, you can pray for it and you can tell somebody about it. So thanks so much. God bless you. Hopefully next week I'll be in here and I'll have great news and say, hey, we got funded and we're making a new album. God bless you and thank you for listening to Voices in My Head this week. Thank you for joining me here this week on the Voices in My Head podcast. I hope you'll visit me on my website at rickleyjames.com. Follow me on Twitter at RickleyJames, Like my artist page on Facebook at facebook.com slash rickleyjames. And keep up to date on what I'm writing at my author page on amazon.com. Make sure to follow my calendar on the website, and if you would like to have me come to your town to do a concert, a speaking engagement, or a book event, you can book me through my website by clicking on the link for Pair Booking Agency. That's P.A.R.E. Booking. And finally, it would mean the world to me if you were to leave me a review of this podcast on iTunes. The more positive reviews that we receive, the more visible this podcast is on the internet. And now the benediction. May the God of peace